You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, I'm partner and certified elder law attorney Barbara McGinnis. Welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. Today, we're talking about 10 care renewals. If you are on 10 care, this podcast is for you. Joining me for the discussion is public benefit specialist Josh Bay. Josh works on 10 care cases at our firm. Um, welcome, Josh. Hello. Hey. So when we're when we're saying 10 care. We're really talking about the Choices Program. That that's our involvement with Ten Care, right? Yes, ma'am. That's correct. Choices One and Choices Two, which is Choices One is nursing home Ten Care. Choices Two is home and community based Ten Care. And so the the application process can be quite detailed and daunting, but once someone's approved for those programs. That's not really just the end of the of the work. That's not the, the end of what we do. There is um, a redetermination or a renewal process. So what are we talking about with renewals? So TenCare requires annually that each member, you know, whether it's medically needy or, you know, caregiver, you know, each each member of under Medicaid TenCare has a renewal completed. And um, when it's time for that renewal, they're supposed to send you out a letter, which they do. A lot of times you just run into issues where the address isn't updated. (laughs) So that's a big deal. Yeah, that is a very big deal. So uh, um, they did do a good job this, whenever renewal started back in April of getting the word out. Uh, sending out pre-renewal notices, which everybody still gets a pre-renewal notice. And that notice is supposed to come in the mail about a week prior to when TenCare actually releases your TenCare renewal application. So if so, what happens if TenCare, uh, if you're receiving HCBS services, home and community-based services, and you're actually at home and it's time for your renewal, but maybe you've relocated. You no longer live home by yourself. You've moved in with a family member and you forgot to tell TenCare about your new address. What happens? So if what will happen is you will not receive your renewal application. It'll go to the old address. Yeah. And then you'll miss your renewal period. And then your old address will receive a um, denial notice. Now, one thing I can say is sometimes your managed care organization, your choices worker through your managed care organization, which is Blue Care, United Healthcare, or Mayor Group, they'll also get notice that it's time for your redetermination. But sometimes some of our clients are not in contact with their choices worker. 
But so that's another way that some people find out that it's time for their redetermination is through their choices worker. But if you're not in contact with your choices worker and they may not have your new location or a new way to get in touch with you, will be removed from TenCare because you did not respond to the TenCare renewal application and verification request timely. And then they're going to send you a letter saying you've been taken off of benefits, but you're not going to get that letter either. Right. right? You just stop getting services at home. <laughs> your um, your uh, care coordinator or your care that's paid for by TenCare through Choices 2, it'll stop because yeah. you're no longer eligible for the benefit. Oh, okay. So can't stress enough. Keep your address current with TenCare. Um, is there an easy way to keep your information updated with TenCare? Uh, can you do that through the portal? Yes, the portal is, I think, the most important thing to have whenever you're under TenCare because when TenCare uploads a letter, they automatically send it to the portal. When you need to change your contact information or change your authorized representative, you can do it through the portal. When you need to renew, if you have a portal, they'll send you an email letting you know it's time for you to renew. You can also set up to where TenCare can send you a text message to say, hey, you have a new letter uh, that's been uploaded to the portal. Please review. You can click on the link, put in your, put in your sign-in information, and you can see where it's time to renew. And also the portal lets you know when your expected renewal is. So it may say January 31st, 2024. That's the expected renewal. And I tell our clients to use that as a gauge. I always put a put a reminder or a task to follow, follow up with our clients annually. And I'll set it a couple of months prior to that date that's listed in the portal so I can call our clients and say, hey, let's start prepping for the renewal. Be on the lookout. It's supposed to come at this time. Be on the lookout. So the portal is the easiest way. Of course, you can go through uh, Tennessee Connect, the phone number uh, to get in contact with TenCare so they can update your information your uh, contact information with this address or phone number or authorized representative. Okay. So is the process any easier for the folks that receive choices group one benefits in a facility? It is not any easier. It's really the same process. Um, each member, they'll, they'll get the same application. It's a thick packet still, but then it'll let you know which, area of the packet that needs to be completed. Uh, and again, it does not matter if you're at home in, in receiving choices or at an assisted living in receiving choices or at a nursing home that's receiving choices. It's the same area that needs to be completed. Well, so sometimes we are actually listed as the address of record and we get in, we get letters for our clients now after we try to we try to encourage families to update that to themselves once they've been approved but but facilities do that as well facilities will will make themselves the address of record or the contact person don't they do that Yes, ma'am. They they do that, but you run into issues with that because facilities. What you say about sixty 
percent of the people in the nursing home is under 10 care choices. Could be at least contracted facilities. Contracted yes. facilities. So what happens is they get a lot of information from TenCare because they're listed as the mailing address on a on a lot of the applications because that's where the member is. So they get a lot of information from TenCare, and yes, they want to be the main line of communication with TenCare, but that could lead to them missing a renewal. And I've seen it happen recently where they missed a renewal for a member. So that's why I like for the families to be the authorized representative if they're if they have the capabilities to be the authorized representative and be on the portal. So they'll automatically get emails, they'll automatically get text messages if they request those. And then they can just contact me. Hey, Josh, I, uh, there's a letter that's been uploaded to the portal. I don't understand it. They'll give me the login information. I'll sign in and I'll look at it and I can and then I can respond then. So you have to be careful. So make sure your information is current with TenCare. Create a TenCare portal. Um, that way, even if the facility, you can, the family can stay, the, the legal representative of the person with TenCare benefits, choices benefits, can stay in um, current with the status of their application. Are we, are we coming up for a renewal? So when we get the letter that says it's time for a renewal, what kind of information is Tinker going to want to see? So it's really similar to the initial application, but at least now, I know when they first started, they would just send you a list of checking, savings, retirement accounts, and, it, and you didn't know what exactly the accounts that they were talking about. So I would go in and actually fill in the accounts with the account numbers because I would have our clients set up a portal and they all letters from Tinker has been they've been uploaded. So I'll go look at the resource assessment and I compare my resource assessment that I completed to Tinker's resource assessment, which they are really, really close for that reason, just so I can use it for the uh, for the renewal application. So we'll go in and, you know, they'll ask for bank information, but they'll have the account numbers attached to them now. So you will know what accounts they are looking for. So then you can go in and have the family or you can go in and pull the current account balances and say and fill out the application because they're going to ask for the values of those accounts. And you print off bank statements. They want the last three months for each of those accounts that's listed on the renewal application. Again, they're listed by accounts. And then they also have the next page as has there been any new accounts that's been set up. And if there has been, you can fill in those uh, blanks as well with the new account numbers and you will submit all of those verifications with the renewal application. And they'll also ask for information that they already have. So if you close an account and you reported it to TenCare, and if the caseworker didn't remove that account from the case, they'll ask for it again for the renewal application. And even though you've submitted it to TenCare, you have to resubmit it with TenCare or you risk getting denied. The same thing with uh, term life insurance policies. Even though the values may not change because they're term, they still want those term policies. The same thing with funeral policies. Even though they've been irrevocably assigned to the, to the funeral home, 
Tencare still wants you to send over the goods and services in the in the irrevocable statement. Vehicles, they want to receive titles as well to vehicles. So it's really similar to the, the new application. Uh, it's really similar to a new application, but at least you know exactly what accounts they're looking for. And if you close those accounts, they'll want to know when the account was closed. So they'll ask for closing confirmation and they'll ask for a zero balance bank statement. Oh, my goodness. There's just so much paperwork and so much detail in maintaining choices coverage. So um, to summarize our advice for for clients or non-clients that are receiving choices Create your portal. Keep your information updated. Don't um, don't just assume everything is done, and and you don't have to revisit it. It's going to it's an ongoing process as long as you want to keep these benefits, which means you need to maintain really good records. If you close bank accounts, keep statements showing that where the bank accounts have been closed. If um, you know, certainly there's things that require reporting to TenCare even in between the renewal process, things like selling a house or receiving an inheritance or um, there's just lots of ongoing communication. You can't just assume that once you your loved one's been approved that everything's done and finalized. Correct. Uh, so good thing that for our clients, we offer a renewal program so that they can maintain um, uh, status year after year and an open and active relationship with us. And you can help them with this process. Correct. hundred percent. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to answer any calls for our clients about the renewal process. If they're, and they know that, I mean, I, I stay in contact with them, you know, annually for all of our active, you know, Medicaid applications. And I try to get them to set up portals because again, portal, I cannot stress how important a portal is because again, we, we know how unreliable the mail can be. And, you know, you could miss a letter, but the portal, when they upload a letter, they will send you an email and a text message. If you ask them to, it's very helpful. Thanks, Josh. That's it for today's episode. Take Us McGinnis Elder Care Law is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Takeus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 